Blog Talk Radio. Executive producer, Lois Wessel. We're coming to you live this afternoon from Houston, Texas at 1 p.m. Central Daylight Time. I want to remind you to register for Blog Talk Radio. It's free. And if you do that, you can rate my show, mark it as a favorite, or get reminders of upcoming shows. My call-in number is 347-945-5309. You can telephone or you can call us free from anywhere on this planet using Skype. After you call, if you want me to open the line and let you speak on the show, then hit the number one. Otherwise, you can just listen to the show on your phone or on your computer. I want to remind you that I offer a free email newsletter about the kinds of things that we discuss on this show, the coming changes, and so on. I've been sending out this free newsletter for 11 years, And to sign up for that, you would go to my website, hotpinklotus.com. And I don't ever share your email address with anyone. Your privacy is important. The reason we're having a show today at 1 in the afternoon when we normally have them at 8 in the morning is that I was hoping that people who might want to meditate as a group about this very unusual day we're having today, the 999, might be able to do it on their lunch hour. So what is the 999? Well, a lot of people say that um, what's going on is we are having um, the activation of some major crystals. Um, Children of the Sun Foundation, for example, is having a planetary grid transmission today. And what they're saying about it is this. This Wednesday, we are beautifully radiating with the emerald green rays to anchor and empower heart wisdom, inspiration for all humanity. We unite and link our collective light as a purified, highly tuned geometric field of emerald, crystal, light, and sound rays. We are the crystal emergence happening here and now within our own heart centers of illumination. The significance of the 999 is about the recoding and amplification of crystalline energy of both Earth and the human form. Okay. On the 999, the Children of the Sun join and focus with Tiburon and Earthkeeper to activate the dominant Atlantean Emerald Crystal of Healing. Now, where, um, where Tiburon and his group are meeting is Mount Magazine in Arkansas. This transmission of energy today is triggering further activation of the mega-influencing crystal formations in the Earth, including the Ohm Crystal of Monk. The Dimensionality in Mount Shasta, the Golden Crystal of Healing in Minas Gerais, Brazil, I guess that's Minas Gerais, Brazil, and the Sun-Moon Crystal of Light at Lake Titicaca. A unified ceremony with more than 300 light bearers and physical presence in the Arkansas Vortex took place this morning at 9.09 a.m., and according to Tiburon, founder of Earthkeeper, the reverberation of the emerald crystal will flash an electro-crystalline wave that will instantly awaken the other dormant master Atlantean power crystals. The planetary crystalline grid will be further strengthened 
to 75% functionality. Tiburon continues that the heralded ascension is then, in effect, the coming of the new crystalline age. He has a really great article on his website, which is earth-keeper.com. Also, then there's Carl uh, Johan Kalaman, who's a Mayan calendar expert. And um, it's not just, he says, this is not just a numerological curiosity, the 999 in the Gregorian calendar, but that the date plays a profound objective role in the cosmic plan, as we may understand this form from the Mayan calendar directly leading up to the birth of a new world through the ninth level, 999. It is an ideal time to participate in prayers and meditations with the focus and intention of co-creating a new and better world. Regardless of what this final climb will mean, we have thus reasons to expect an unprecedented period of change in a very short period of time. This is partly because we are entering the final phase of the eighth level of evolution and partly because a wave movement of a very high frequency, the ninth level, will radically come to transform the collective consciousness in such a way that we will see the world in an entirely different light. It is for this reason that the three upcoming sacred calendar rounds that follow 999, we will need to network and focus our intentions so that they converge in the birth of a new world. This is all the more important as there are several sources that seem to indicate that the sixth night of the galactic underworld, where this is Mayan calendar talk now, the sixth night of the galactic underworld beginning on November 8, 2009, may come to generate a deep downturn in the world's economy. Although what is starting on 999 is only to build up phase to the ninth level, this date is nonetheless a very important focusing point since the timing of the continued preparations for the emergence of this level are of the essence. From this follows that the more practical projects that will start to manifest in the cosmic convergence July 17th through 18th, 2010, as the name implies, will have to be based on an understanding that the very framework of the human existence and of consciousness will be dra- dramatically expanded the expansion of human consciousness is what will bring the socioeconomic transformation at a time when the hardships of the old system may be expected to be painfully felt also by nations that currently may be considered as wealthy. As the ninth level is fully activated, our identities will come to be defined in a much more expanded spiritual framework. And that comes again from Dr. Carl Johann Kalaman, who's a Mayan calendar expert. So in the spirit of this day, and understanding that as we come together in consciousness, and this is very important, as a group, to focus on the beauty and the good that's going to come out of this major transformation we're going through, and this being a day that a lot of people are getting together to focus on this, I would like to lead you in a meditation so that we can do this as a group, so that we can focus on what is good and what is positive, and what is powerful, and what is our divine birthright as human beings, and that is the expansion of human consciousness to the next level. We are now evolving from Homo sapiens to Homo luminous, and the way we will do that is through joining consciousness. And so I would like you to find a nice comfy place to sit, hopefully with your spine erect, or lie down with your spine straight.
And now take a really deep breath, expanding your abdomen as you inhale. And hold it. Now let the air out slowly through your mouth. Again, inhale slowly through your nose, allowing your abdomen to expand as you inhale. Hold the breath. And slowly release it through your mouth. One last time, take a gentle, deep breath in through your nose. And hold it. And exhale slowly through the mouth. And now notice that there is a flame inside your heart. And allow that light in your heart to expand, to fill your body cavity. And allow the light to expand down your legs, all the way to the tips of your toes, down your arms, all the way to the tips of your fingers, and up your neck, completely filling your head. And allow the light to expand out your skin so that there's an egg of light surrounding you, about three feet away from you. That light expands all the way out to three feet around you in all directions, below your feet and above your head. And now go within. Visualize that you're going inside the point, just between your eyebrows and slightly above in the middle of your forehead. And you're moving into that space. And as you move in, you begin to see a purple fog. And you move through the purple fog. And you reach the center of your head where the channel between the root chakra and the crown chakra meet. This is called the pranic tube. Enter the pranic tube and float up. It extends upward. Float upward until you reach your eighth chakra, which is a couple of feet above your physical head. Notice what the eighth chakra feels like. 
notice what it tastes like. Is there a flavor? And now float above the eighth chakra, following the line of the pranic tube, all the way up to your greater self, which is the I am presence. And from the center of your heart chakra and the I am presence, you will now radiate out from the center eight beams of light evenly spaced connecting to the grid the light grid of the I am presence of the others who are also meditating this day and as you do that you begin to Draw energy from the grid. And release energy into the grid. And you're strengthening yourself as well as the light grid of all the others, all the light workers who are meditating on this planet, this day, coming from a timeless place so that any time that anyone meditates today, you will be connected. And feel the joyous power of that connection. Feel it in your heart. And from this position, you can do many things at once. Your consciousness can be in more than one place at a time. And if there is someone you love, whom you wish to connect to at this time, you may energetically, with your consciousness, reach out to that person and send them light and the blessings of this grid. From this place, we also send energy and intention that the crystals placed beneath the earth during Atlantean times may be easily, powerfully, and successfully activated at this time, on this day. So that the divine plan may continue to unfold for humanity and send crystals energy now, love energy from your heart 
and watch the energy from the crystals begin to connect to one another. Firing one another with energy and connect to the energetic field of the crystals which have already been energized earlier, years prior. And now in your consciousness, you can see the entire globe beneath and send love energy to the entire planet. And to all humanity on the planet. And radiate the fierceness of your love and the intensity of your compassion to all life forms on this planet as we are all going through a major transition. And as old structures fall away, bring love and compassion to every experience of that so that fear does not take over. Love is the antidote to fear. And now bring your consciousness back to your I am presence. Allow the energetic beams connecting you to others to come back to the heart center of your I am presence. And come back down the pranic tube to the eighth chakra. And back down the pranic tube into your own physical heart chakra. And allow your energy to return fully to your physical body. And when you are ready, begin to wiggle fingers and toes and gently open your eyes. Okay, that completes our meditation for today and I'm noticing there are a couple of callers so let's see what they have to say hello are you there I'm talking to area code 210-381 is the first three digits are you there hello okay not there um this Hello. is Sharon. Hi. <laughs> We're Hi. driving. The 381 phone just dropped the call. Yeah. But 
We appreciate this. Thank you so much. Well, you're welcome. And I hope that you can listen to it sometime when you're not driving so that you can actually do the meditation with us. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's hard I will. to drive and meditate. <laughs> well, my daughter been meditating beside me, but she has the 381 phone, and the call just got dropped, oh. so I guess area that we're in, but she's been yeah. sitting meditating. So oh, I see. So someone was <laughs> meditating. <laughs> Very both, cool. We're Very. both on a different cell phone in the same car listening oh. to you. I wanted to try and repeat what you did. Later. <laughs> well, yes, you just go to the archives and play the show all over again, and then you can do that later. Okay. That, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, I appreciate this. We, yeah. We've been looking to it all weekend and, and the first part of those weeks. So. Okay. And who is this? Sherry Jones. Oh, okay. Hi, so Sherry. Hello. Very cool. I don't know how I don't want to hog anyone else's time if anyone else wanted to talk. I'm sorry? Did anyone else want to talk? I'm, I didn't want to take up no, any other... No, actually, we can talk as long as you like. Um, did you have anything you wanted to say besides that? I don't know. Dina, did you have anything to say? Did you talk to her? The same thing you said. Really um, what can we be doing for this evening or tomorrow to just continually do um, this meditation, practice this meditation, and like you said, listen to the archives? You can listen to the archives and do the meditation uh, listening to the radio show. Okay. And just go through the meditation. Another thing you can do is you can practice your energy medicine on each other. That's a great way to celebrate this day as well. That we did last night. <laughs> Very cool. We will um, keep doing that when we get home. All right. Thank you for calling. Thank you, Lois. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Well, if anyone else has comments or questions, please do call. Um, I'll tell you a little bit more about what is going on today. Um, again, there are celebrations all over the place trying to um, feed in energy to support this experience that's going on um, of the crystals being reactivated. So why are these crystals being reactivated? My understanding of this is that um, a long time ago, there was um, an energetic interference and um, our fields became polluted by energies that came into this realm called the earth plane from elsewhere. We were trying to help them, thought we were strong enough, and what happened was that they, in, in fact, polluted us and started pulling us downward. And so that spiral is almost over now. We've pretty much cleared the darkness from this planet. And this is part of what's happening is our abilities are being reactivated because it's safe to do so now that we've cleared so much darkness off the planet. There's another really important person who writes about this kind of thing, Patricia Cotarobles. 
and um, she has a website called Era of Peace, P-E-A-C-E dot org. And um, I'm going to read you part of a newsletter she just sent out. And it starts like this. This is the most difficult article I've ever written simply because words cannot adequately express the wonder of what has taken place. Since the beginning of this year, the beings of light in the realms of illumined truth have been saying that 2009 is a turning point. They said it will be the year that is referred to throughout the ages as the cosmic moment when the collective masses of humanity changed our course of direction and reclaimed our divine birthright as beloved sons and daughters of God. Even though light workers around the world heard these words, I do not believe anyone grasped the magnitude of just what they meant. What I am going to share with you now is known through your I Am presence and is recorded within the deepest recesses of your heart. This is not something new that you are learning through this article. This is something that you personally experienced through the presence of God pulsating in your heart flame. Ask your I Am presence to help you remember on a conscious level the glory of this event. Allow the flame of truth within your heart to reveal to you the miracle that has transpired. For clarity, the company of heaven asked me to reiterate a little of the information they have shared with humanity in the past. Their intent is to help all of us understand the groundwork that was laid in preparation for this moment. As you read these words, please ask your I Am Presence to help you see with new eyes and hear with new ears. This glorious occurrence has been a work in progress for millennia. At the beginning of the Piscean Age, a little over 2,000 years ago, our Father Mother God observed the progress of their sons and daughters evolving on earth. This evaluation allowed them to determine what the greatest need of the hour was for our spiritual growth and what our next learning experience should be in order to accomplish that goal. This type of evaluation occurs at the dawn of each new age. It is a natural part of the evolutionary process in this earthly school of learning. Our godparents knew that their precious children abiding on earth had truly lost our way. We were buried in the illusion of separation, and we had forgotten that we are divine sons and daughters of God. We were no longer conscious of the reality that all our father-mother God have is ours. Humanity was experiencing the oppressive grip of unbearable pain and suffering. This was caused by our free will choices and the misuse of our creative faculties of thought and feeling, which occurred as a result of our fall from grace eons ago. In the throes of our misery, we came to see the erroneous conclusion that we were worthless sinners and worms in the dust. Since we became who we believe we are, this self-destructive belief was catapulting us into the depths of darkness and despair. It was clear that in order to reverse humanity's downward spiral into oblivion, we needed to remember the truth about who we are and to reclaim our divine potential. A divine plan was set into motion and a beloved Son of God was summoned from the great silence. This precious being is the one we know as Jesus, the Christ. He volunteered to embody on planet Earth to demonstrate to the children of God evolving here the truth of our own divinity. He was chosen to anchor through this, his example the archetype for humanity's return to Christ consciousness. 
This is a a state of consciousness. A critical facet of his divine mission was to model the path of oneness and divine love, which is the only way home to the heart of God. During what is referred to as the lost 18 years, Jesus studied at the mystery schools of India, Tibet, and Egypt. At the age of 30, when it was time for him to begin his mission of anchoring the archetype for humanity's return to Christ consciousness, he demonstrated for all the world to see the imperative first step, the return of the divine feminine, our mother God, the Holy Spirit. The divine intelligence referred to as God is a radiant force field of pure light that encompasses every particle and wave of life in the whole of creation. God is omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent. God is the Alpha I and the Omega Am, the beginning and the ending, the cosmic I Am. God is all that is. The divine intelligence pulsates with a masculine polarity and a feminine polarity. The masculine polarity is our Father God. This aspect radiates forth a sapphire blue frequency of light that infuses all creation with divine will, power, and authority. The feminine polarity is our Mother God. This aspect of God radiates forth a crystalline pink frequency of light that infuses all creation with divine love, adoration, and reverence for all life. The activity of our Father God is the outbreath of creation. The activity of our Mother God is the in-breath of creation. When they are in perfect balance, the sapphire blue frequency of our Father God and the crystalline pink frequency of our Mother God merge, merge into an unfathomable frequency of divine life. This balanced pulsation of our Father-Mother God is the sacred fire known through all creation as the violet flame of God's infinite perfection. In the beginning, the sapphire blue flame of our Father God activated our left brain hemispheres and the power center within our throat chakras. The crystalline pink flame of our Mother God activated our right brain hemispheres and the love center within our heart chakras. When these two sacred fires merge, Within us, in perfect balance, the resulting violet flame activates our spiritual brain centers. These centers consist of our pituitary, pineal, and hypothalamus glands and the ganglionic centers at the base of our brains. When these spiritual centers are fully activated, our crown chakras of enlightenment open to full breadth. The sacred fire associated with our crown chakras is the yellow-gold flame of wisdom or Christ consciousness. Only when the masculine and feminine polarities of our Father-Mother God are balanced within us and our crown chakras are fully open can we attain our divine potential as sons and daughters of God. These three flames, the blue flame of power, the pink flame of love, and the gold flame of wisdom are secured within the divinity of every person's heart. They form what is known as our immortal, victorious, threefold flames. These flames were clearly seen pulsating within the heart of Jesus. That is why the sacred heart of Jesus depicted with a flame is depicted with a flame blazing in its center. Our immortal victorious threefold flames represent the true meaning of the Holy Trinity, the blue flame of our Father's God power, the pink flame of our Mother God's love, the Holy Spirit, and the gold flame of the Son or Daughter of God's wisdom, the Christ. The most tragic facet of humanity's fall from grace is that when we began using our thoughts, 
words, feelings, and actions to create patterns of imperfection that resulted in pain and suffering. We closed our heart chakra so that we would not feel pain so intensely. This horrific event blocked the portal through which the divine love of our Mother God, the Holy Spirit, entered the physical plane. This event forced our Mother God to withdraw her love to a mere trickle of its original influence in our lives. This imbalance caused the hemisphere of our right brains to atrophy, which in turn caused our spiritual brain centers to deactivate and our crown chakras to close. We lost Christ's consciousness and the awareness that we are divine sons and daughters of God. We also lost the awareness of our Mother God. In desperation, we clung to a distorted perception of the Holy Spirit. We knew it was the Holy Comforter and the love nature of God, but because we no no longer knew the truth of the existence of our Mother God, we thought of the Holy Spirit as a masculine aspect of our Father God. For the first time, we began using our masculine power without the balance of our feminine love. This caused us to become aggressive, warlike, and domineering when we were in masculine bodies, and it caused us to suppress our power by allowing ourselves to be oppressed and dominated when we were incarnated in female bodies. We can observe the dire results of this extreme balance to this very day. The reversal of this tragic situation, which involved the anchoring of the archetype for the return of our Mother God, was the imperative first step of Jesus' divine mission. At the age of 30, beloved Jesus came to the banks of the Jordan River and immersed himself in the sacred water element. Water represents the emotional strata for the earth as well as the emotional bodies for humanity. Once he was in the water, Jesus participated in the divine ceremony through which he anchored the archetype for the return of our mother God on behalf of all humanity. In that ceremony, John the Baptist symbolically washed away the sins of the world by baptizing Jesus with the love of our Mother God, the Holy Spirit. There's more, and if you want to read that, you can go to Patricia Cota Robles' website, Era of Peace, E-R-A-O-F-P-E-A-C-E dot org. I highly recommend you sign up for her free newsletter. It is excellent. And so we're going to listen to a little bit of music for now. And I will talk again in a few minutes. Oh, 
beneficial effects on your physical and your emotional and your spiritual bodies. And so what we're going to do today is we're going to tone, that means make the sound with your throat chakra, vibrate your vocal cords, and some people call it sing. We're going to call it tone. And I'm going to sound the nine solfeggio frequencies that correspond with your um Nine chakras, starting with the earth chakra that's just below your feet. And we're going to go to root chakra, sacral chakra, power chakra, or your third, heart chakra, throat chakra, brow chakra, crown chakra, and finally the one above your head. Now I'm going to get those tuning forks and start sounding them for you, and I'm going to sing along, and I hope that you'll do this with me.
This is the Earth Chakra. And this is the root chakra, 288 Second chakra, 396 hertz. Navel chakra, 417 hertz. Heart chakra, 528 hertz. Throat chakra, 639 hertz.
Chakra, 741 hertz. Crown Chakra, 852 hertz. chakra, the chakra that's above your head, 936 hertz. we've done all nine chakras and so you've activated cleared toned and strengthened your chakra system just now if you sang along and you will note that toning does not have to sound pretty sometimes it's just a way to clear blocks you can also tell how a chakra is functioning by how difficult it is for you to sing along with that chakra or to tone along with that chakra you'll notice that some of mine were more open than others and so I think that's pretty much what we're going to do today. I hope that if you feel like listening to uh, the solfagio frequencies toned to heal and balance your chakras, you'll come back and listen again. 
This will be stored in the archives. So now we're just going to listen to some music and then say goodbye until Friday morning at 8 o'clock when I'm going to interview Dr. Talty, who has written from the perspective of an adult what it was like growing up to be an indigo. And I've just finished that book that she just wrote called Indigo Awakening, and it is a mind blower. So now we're going to listen to some more music, and then I'll see you Friday morning. Thank you. 